This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 163, Little Town Flirt. Here she comes. Here she comes. Little Town Flirt. What's that song all about? Little Town Flirt is the 12th track on the June 11th, 2001 expanded remastered special edition of the band's 1979 album Discovery. Del Shannon's original version got to number 12 on the American Billboard Hot 100 chart in early 1963. In the liner notes for the special edition, Jeff Lynne wrote, This track was started on the Discovery Sessions as a tribute to Del Shannon. He was my first musical hero. It was never finished until now. Oh, hello, Sailor! Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we're going to talk about a little town flirt. Well, I am adorable. Yes, you are, and so is the little town you live in. Mm Mm-hmm. And make pizzas for. So anyway, back to the ELO song. <laughs> or the Del Shannon song. Back to Take the ELO, ELO song. Well, yeah, we're going to be talking about Del Shannon as well. Well, I know Jeff Lynn produced some Del Shannon in the 70s and 80s, some of his later albums. But this was meant originally as a tribute to him or supposed to be a tribute album to him that Jeff was thinking of making around the time of Discovery. From what I know about it, it was recorded during the disco- well, let's see. This is, this is where my head kind of likes. I what? I don't. I, you can is. I'm not sure. According to the liner notes and according to the backstory, this was recorded during the discovery sessions. I don't know if it was going to be for a tribute album or just to put on discovery. The thing that makes me think, um, really, I. Uh, because this sounds nothing like 1979 ELO or Jeff Lynn. Right. This sound- it does not sound like it would be something specifically for Discovery. It sounds like it would be for another project. Yeah. This sounds straight up early 2000s, late 90s Jeff Lynn. That does not sound anything like Bev Bevan's drumming. Ever. It sounds like Jeff Lynn drumming. Bev Bevan's drumming is... Big. For the rockers, it's big. It's loud. You know what's there. It's not just there like the base plate for Lego building. Okay, we got that set. Let's build on top of that. No, Bevan's drumming, especially for the rock songs, it was part of the building that made that thing strong and definitely was one of the features of the building that was just like, damn, that's a pretty cool feature. And I'm always just wondering, how much of that Discovery Session recording is part of this 2001 recording. Or was it just, uh, yeah, this was sort of something I tossed off during the Discovery recordings. It was never finished. Maybe it was just like some demo of him playing around in the studio. And it's like, you know, I liked what I did there. 
I'm going to totally remake it, not like in the style I did in 1979, but still say, well, during the Discovery recording sessions, I did this song. I don't know, just all of it screams Jeff Lynne. Well, except for the backing vocals, of course. The bass, the drums, I don't think there's any keyboard on here, so there's nothing for Richard Tandy to do. He's not even on there. It sounds straight up Jeff Lynne, not ELOE to me. Well, that's what makes me think that it, because in the Jeff Lynne database, it says it may have been for a tribute. Or at least Jeff Lynne was saying that. I'm wondering if he originally meant it to be a solo song, yeah. not an ELO song. Um, and I'm also wondering if he meant to finish this for Aftershock or Flash <laughs> Flash Glow or whichever. <laughs> After Black. Yes, I'm purposely saying it wrong. <laughs> After Back, yes. Yes, After Back. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I wonder if this was one that he kind of meant to be on the box set but didn't finish tweaking in time for the box set release and then just put it on the Discovery bonus tracks. Because it's around the same time. Yeah, I mean, that could also be, or just ran out of space on After Flash or Flash Black or whatever, and just, you know, got these remasters coming out. We should put some extra stuff on here to try and sell it. It didn't make it on Flash Blown, so stick it on Discovery. Yeah, yeah I agree, because it would fit perfectly on Flash People in the Park. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> See what that was being taken out, isn't it? <laughs> See what you opened up, Jeff, when you gave your box set a weak name like Flashback. Flashback. Yeah. Yeah, Flashback, is. I still think, is a perfect name for a box set of, say, something I just recently listened to, The Crazy World of Arthur Brown. There you go, yeah. That There's guy your... is still having flashbacks if he's still alive. I... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you... Jeff Lynn, on the other hand, yes, after that sounds quite a bit more ELO. But anyway, the song, though, despite of when it might have been made or what it was made for, I think it's a great cover of the song. And I also like it because it doesn't sound like a carbon copy of the song. He still has some of the female backing vocals and everything in there that kind of made the original song special, too. Little town but he's doing it in his own way. So it's still recognizable as the Del Shannon song, but it's not just, huh, let's do note for note for note. <laughs> it's good. I like it. I really wish it would have been on flashback because it kind of fits there, but he may have also held it back just simply because, yeah, a lot of people probably already had other versions of Discover by that time. And it's like, oh, well, if we're going to get him to buy this again. Yeah. <laughs> then we better give him some reason to. Yeah, you know, you're, you, you're right. I never really thought of that. The only other bonus stuff on Discovery are home demos that are less than a minute and sound quality that's questionable. So it's like the expanded episode. Sometimes I feel like I'm cheating people. I sh there should be more that I could pack in here. So that might have been the thing with the remaster. And there's only a few demos. I got to give them something in here to make it worthwhile. So stick in this little town right. thing. Yeah, because there's a lot of packing and pulling out that he has to do when he's editing. That can be said of a lot of people, yes. I really don't think I had heard the Del Shannon version before this. I'm sure I knew about it. You know, I got the Billboard book at Top 40 Hits, which I looked through every single page whenever the new edition came out. So obviously I, I knew the title. I knew it was a Del Shannon song. I may have heard it in passing on an oldie station in my previous... 2001. 
32 years of being alive at that point, but I, I don't think I ever really heard it. Today was the first time that I know that I've heard the Del Shanna version. And compared to the ELO version, I don't know. I don't know if I should do air quotes over ELO. I really love the ELO version. From the first time I heard it back in 2001, I thought, oh, this is great. And I could listen to this, this thing a thousand times a day. And I did that this morning, pretty much. Usually I'll listen to a song a few times to pick out things to talk about. With some of the stuff from Zoom, I listen to it once, and it's like, okay, that's really all I need to know. But this one always makes my iPod with its limited space. This one I could listen to a million times a day, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, I think, is really the selling point here. It's not a radical reinterpretation of the song. It's not really all that different. I think it's just Jeff Lynne, 21st century updated. It's got better sound. There's one thing, though, that I can't quite figure out. On the original, there were horns. There were saxes, or maybe just a sax, that played in the background. But you can get hurt, In the ELO version, I can't tell if that's a guitar playing those background horn parts or if it's actually the Jeff Lynne style got my mind set on you kind of sax parts. Either way, I'm hoping it's the guitar. I think it's the guitar. I really do. Electric guitar. It's so buried in the mix. But I think it's a fantastic addition. I think it really helps. Even if it doesn't like stand right out in front of your face, I think it adds something to it that makes the song even better. You know, I just wonder if it's that guitar effect that was sort of like at the beginning of Hold On Tight. I think even that just that tiny addition makes it much more fun to listen to. I friggin' Stone Cold love this song. Yeah, the Del Shannon version, yeah, I had not heard it before either. Mm -hmm. The only Del Shannon song that I am familiar with is Runaway. that was the big hit that got played constantly and then all of a sudden the Beatles showed up and that was it for a lot of American rock singers and into that that were still doing the 50s style rock at that particular time unless you're the Beach Boys and fiddling around with your production well that was about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> or if you were still Louis Armstrong or Frank Sinatra or some of the traditional singers still made hits but after that the Beatles for a while that was yeah the Beatles and the Stones, that was that, <laughs> yeah. it seemed. But yeah, I really like the Del Shannon. Ver He's somebody I have meant to listen to a bit more, mm -hmm. just simply because of his voice. And he did a lot of his own songwriting back then. And you compare him to contemporaries like Lou Christie, his music isn't as saccharine. Yes. I should say. Even something like Little Town Flirt, it's not as operatic as Runaway or other stuff around the time, but it's just got his own style to it, I should say. It doesn't sound like he's trying to be Paul Anka or Frankie Valley or anything like that. Still same style of music, but it's him. 
I think that's probably what made Jeff Lynn like him so much. I mean, even if I didn't know it was Adele Shannon's song with the little knowledge I have of Adele Shannon, I probably would have still looked it up and went, oh, that makes sense. Runaway, for 1962, that was a pretty hardcore song. You got kind of a distorted guitar. You got that crazy organ going on there. That sounds great. Little Town Flirt, it's pretty much just a bouncy little pop song, but it's not such a big pile of puss like Frankie Avalon or many of the other bouncy pop songs of the time. For a bouncy pop song in 1962, this one had some balls to it. Yeah. And as for Dell's songs, it's impossible not to know Runaway. Yeah, even if you lived in the deepest cave in the world, Runaway still found a way to find your ear holes. I'm sure if there was some Dell that was played for me, or if I actually dug deep into it, there'd probably be a couple of others that I might say, oh yeah. But other than Runaway, Sea of Love is the only other Dell Shannon song that pops right into my head, and that's because I was alive, and it got played a lot on KZZB, and I have a lot of Jonathan Brammeyer tapes from late 81, early 82, so that's the other one that comes into my head. I think the problem is he was so much more popular in England than he ever was here. Yeah, I think that was it, yeah. And I think there's proof that if Jeff Lynne did a Del Shannon tribute album, which I really hope you don't, I'm not really a big fan of artists who do a whole album of songs about one person that they really liked. Just a smattering of songs is fine. (laughs) Uh, Jeff could really do it right, because when the Wilburys box set came out, or double disc set came out a few years after this, Runaway was a discarded track from the Wilbury Sessions, and that one is friggin' awesome, too. That one I like even better than Dell's version. another friggin' fantastic Jeff Lynne, Del Shannon cover song. Now, question, kind of just going on a tangent here on that Wilburys box set or two CD set. Since I have the original Wilburys albums, I don't have the collection. On there, did Jeff Lynne ever do any vocals? Oh, on Runaway, absolutely. On Runaway, he did. Okay, because I've always wondered why he didn't do any vocals on the Wilburys tracks, because Heading for the Light is... A freaking ELO song. Well, so's Not Alone Anymore. <laughs> well, I'm Not Alone Anymore, you got Roy Orbison on it, so at that point, it's a Roy Orbison song. Well, it's an ELO uh, <laughs> song with so. Roy singing lead. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jeff had his own song. He sang Rattle. <laughs> That's all Jeff. Okay. I mean, the, the other Wilburys are there with him, but Jeff is the sole lead voice on that song. Okay, because I didn't think he did any lead on either of the two albums. I mean, Orbison, and then on the second one, it was mainly Dylan and Dylan, Petty, Petty and George. Um, I I haven't listened to the second Wilbury's album enough to say right away, oh yeah, Jeff Lynne sang lead on all of that song. But there are bits and pieces of other Wilbury songs where Jeff sings 
lead on, but not through the whole song. The bridge on You Took My Breath Away is sung entirely by Jeff, and every time he hits it and starts it, I just, my eyes roll back in my head, and it's just friggin' awesome when he hits that. One day when the sun is shining, there will be a silver Well, the second Wilbury's album, I haven't listened to as much as the first one. I remember I wore out that cassette when I had it back then. Luckily, I have the album version now. But Yeah, no, the first Wilbury's album was great. The second one was good. Yeah, it missed Orbison. Yeah, I definitely miss Orbison. Yeah. I usually listen mostly to the second half of Volume 3, because I, uh, I think that one's better than the first half of Volume 3. Okay, well, I think we've dragged this one out forever. <laughs> wow, I really didn't know what I was going to say about this when I thought this was going to be like three minutes long and then we're going to be stammering to pad it out, but did not expect 20 frickin' minutes. <laughs> yeah. Got something to say about Little Town Flirt? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now But you can get hurt, yeah you can get hurt, fooling around, with that little town It's me, That Down, a guy from that Xanadu thing, and here's my short take on Little Town Flirt. As you know by now, either in this episode and or in ELO history, this track plays tribute to one of Jeff's heroes, Dale Shannon, and it is a snazzy one to boot. I'm just curious if this is entirely an original recording from the band themselves, or if Jeff re-recorded it for the 2001 reissues, as the sound is a little too sharp and those damn drums kept splatting. We'll find out with the other remastered tracks if this is a pattern, and the rock gods better help us all. This is Dr. Troy. Little Town Flirt. Yeah, this is one of my favorite Del Shannon songs. In fact, it might be my favorite Del Shannon song as it pops up between that and Runaway. And I think Jeff and ELO do a very respectful job covering this song. They don't really veer too far off the path like they did with Roll Over Beethoven, though I love their version of Roll Over Beethoven. But they do a very respectful job, and if you listen close, you can hear the Del Shannon influence in some of ELO's stuff. But, unfortunately, Del Shannon ended up being one of the greater tragedies of rock and roll. He did have a brief comeback in 1982. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers helped him record an album, and he did make the top 40 with the remake of Phil Phillips' Sea of Love. 
It wasn't a big hit, but it was a hit and got some radio airplay. And then nothing. And then in 1986, he did re-record his classic hit, Runaway, when it was used as the theme song for the TV series, Crime Story. But unfortunately, Crime Story barely lasted a full season, and his cover of his own song, Runaway, didn't even chart. Well, not long after that, Del Shannon unfortunately committed suicide, and Tom Petty paid tribute to him in Running Down a Dream. And Dell did leave a suicide note, and he said sadly that he felt he had been forgotten. And that reminded me of Bill Haley's suicide back in 1981, because he left a suicide note too, saying that he felt he had been forgotten. And that's sad, because the people who really matter, the true rock and roll fans, did not forget Del Shannon or Bill Haley. But unfortunately, the big wigs in the music business, they want to move on to the next big thing. And every now and then, more than a few get ground up in the machine. But I hope Bill Haley and Del Shannon rest in peace. And right now, I'm going to listen to some Del Shannon 45s. Talk to you next week. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. Jeffs, if you wanted to find his three biggest influences, I think they'd be Del Shannon, Roy Orbison, and the Beatles. And maybe in that order. Who would have thought, yeah, that then one day that Del Shannon would actually come to my house in Chardin and, and we'd do a demo together in, on my tape recorder? It was fantastic, really, and I was so thrilled to know Del. I just thought he was, like, amazingly wacky and zany, you know what I mean? And it turns out he was always a little bit pissed you know, all the time. And But I loved him so much, he was such a sweetheart. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? Go! So, the song that I listened to is Little Town First, and I loved it. And, uh... I want to sing you some of my song. Can you see the sunlight above you? I bet you can't or you'll be blind. So why did I ask that stupid question? I don't know why, but that's okay. But what I want to say is at least you can see the sunlight that's on the ground and on you. So why do I want to ask those questions like I just did? I don't know, but it's okay now. Just look at the sunlight around you. 
Sing the friggin' song correctly. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, assorted deli meets amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 164, Everyone's Born to Die.